Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Amen. Well, family, today I want you to open up your Bible with me back to the book of Luke. We're back in the book of Luke. We're looking at chapter 1 today. Chapter 1. And we're going to begin at verse 39. Luke chapter 1 and verse 39. And here in our text, the word reads, it says, And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a, per, a, a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Told her from the Lord. Today we're speaking from the subject, just what I needed. Just what I needed. Here after the angel Gabriel went to it went to Mary and told Mary of the things that would happen, that she would give birth to uh, our Savior, and she would give birth to the Son of God. She then had to get up and go and visit her, her cousin, Elizabeth. She had to go and see Elizabeth. Now, Mary longed to speak to someone someone about what she was experiencing and knowing that Elizabeth was carrying a miracle too, she knew that she was the one she needed to talk to. In fact, Mary knew that, they, that she could speak freely with Elizabeth. She'd be able to speak freely with Elizabeth. You see, it's important to be able to find that person that you can talk to and you know the conversation isn't going anywhere. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Where you can just speak to that person and tell them the things that you really feel. Tell them what you're really thinking. Tell them your true concerns and you know they're not going to tell anybody. It's not going to wind up at, 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 as uh, coffee talk is not going to wind up as break room banter. It's not going to wind up uh, somebody looking at you sideways and giggling under their breath. No, no, no. You know when you speak to them, they're not telling anybody. That's exactly what Mary needed. She needed to go talk to somebody that nobody would hear about the conversation. In fact, everyone needs to have someone that they can speak candidly to that will allow you to share your heart and keep it confidential. Isn't that right? You need to be able to talk to somebody, they're gonna keep it to themselves, and you'll be able to share your true heart. I need somebody to type in chat right now, valuable relationships, valuable relationships. Listen, it's important to have relationships that you can just go and truly be you. I mean, you can be yourself. 
You can show your true concerns. You don't have to walk around looking like, like, like you can beat the world all the time. And sometimes when you're just frustrated and you're bothered by some things, you don't have to worry about somebody looking at you saying, where's their faith? Why, why they not believe in Jesus now? No, no, no. You want to be able to tell somebody to be real, to be able to be transparent and know that they're not judging you. Know that they're not looking at you a certain way, knowing that you're he they're hearing you and hearing your heart. Everybody needs someone like that. It's a valuable relationship, a valuable relationship. This is what Mary was seeking in Elizabeth. This is what she was seeking in Elizabeth. In fact, this brings us to the first verse of our text again. Look with me at verse 39. And again, it says, and Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah, into a city of Judah. You see, this trek that she had to walk to get to where Elizabeth was, it was actually a long trip that she had to make and that she had to take. It was a long trip. It wasn't just around the corner. She had to walk a long way. But Mary knew that she needed to go to Elizabeth. She knew that. She knew that she needed to go to Elizabeth. In fact, Mary dropped whatever she was doing and immediately went to her. Did you hear me? She dropped whatever she was doing and immediately went to her. You see, I believe the spirit was leading her saying, listen, no, you need to go to Elizabeth. You need to go to Elizabeth. You see, here's another example example of taking heed to the leading of the Holy Spirit. This is another example. Taking heed. We looked at one last week. And here's another example. Taking heed of leading, of being led by the Spirit of God. And as I was studying and reading it, it leaped off the pages to me. And I'm like, my goodness, the people need to hear this. You see, there are times where you have to drop what you're doing and simply follow the Spirit. Let me say that again. There are times that you simply need to drop what you're doing and follow the Spirit of God. Follow the Holy Spirit. And I believe this is for someone. This is for someone. Listen, God has been trying to lead you and guide you into some places, but yet you've paused. You've looked at your schedule. You looked at the things you had to do, the people that are around you. And you said, yeah, I, I know I need to do that, but I, I, I'll do it later. I, I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time. Listen to me. No, you've got to be obedient when the spirit tells you. When the spirit is giving you an unction, you've got to respond to him. Here it is. We see the example in Mary. She got up. And left everything, whatever it was she was doing, she left it. And she went to be with Elizabeth, went to be with Elizabeth. She knew it's where she needed to go. Look with me at verse now, number 40. Look at verse 40 with me. And it says, of course, after she had made it to the city of Judah, it says, and she and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass. When Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. He leaped in her womb. The baby leaped and her spirit was, and she was filled with the Holy Ghost, filled with the Holy Ghost. You see, when Mary entered Zacharias's house, she greeted or as she greeted Elizabeth, John leaped in Elizabeth's womb. Right there, John leaped in the womb. Now, here's the thing. Elizabeth had been about six, this time she was six months pregnant. 
She was six months along. So she had felt the baby move before. It wasn't the first time she felt the baby move. She felt the baby move, kick, push, the hand coming out, the imprint coming out the belly, all that stuff. But here, it was something else. This was something different. You see, the baby was actually responding to the spirit. The baby was responding to the spirit. How do we know that? How would the baby know to respond to the spirit? Well, remember what Gabriel told Zacharias? Gabriel said, listen, your baby will be filled with the spirit from the womb. While he's in the womb, your baby will be filled with the spirit of God. This is what the angel told Zacharias, letting them know that John is going to have the spirit before he even comes out of the womb. So therefore, he knew the baby knew the presence of the spirit when the, when the presence of the spirit came. Here it is. He, she walks into the room, Mary does, and the baby leaps. And then it doesn't stop there. Then the Bible says, then Elizabeth is then filled with the spirit. So all of this is happening at one time. All of this is going on at one time. And I wanted to let you know this. It reveals another reason why Mary had to go see Elizabeth. You say, why is that? Because she would be able to speak to Mary by the spirit. She didn't just need a word from anybody saying, oh, Mary, it's going to be all right. Oh, Mary, it's going to be OK. Listen, don't worry about what them folks saying right now. It's still going to be good. Oh, we still love you. No, she didn't need any of that. She needed an actual word from the spirit of God. And this is why she had to go see Elizabeth. And Elizabeth could only be able to be filled with the spirit when she came in because she had the spirit upon her. Oh, my goodness. All of this is happening. So as she does that, as she was able to do this, Elizabeth was actually, let me remind you about Elizabeth. Elizabeth was Mary's older cousin. She was her older cousin. And Mary knew that she had a strong relationship with God. She knew it. She knew she had seen her walk with God. She has seen Elizabeth walk in faith with people talking about her, ridiculing her and treating her as someone unworthy because her womb had been closed and she had been considered barren. So during that time, when they looked at women in that condition, they didn't look at them as having full value. But yet she still walked in faith. She still walked believing God. She still walked standing in, the, in faith and trusting God every step of the way. So, so Mary knew if there was anybody that could speak to her, anybody that could understand her, anyone that could share a word of encouragement, a word of direction with her, it was Elizabeth. It was Elizabeth. Knew, knew that Elizabeth would understand he, she knew she would. She knew that she would understand and be able to speak life to her. She would understand and be able to speak life to her. And this brings me to a very important point that I think we all need to take heed of. You see, we need to all or also seek relationships with people that we know have a relationship with God. Do you hear me? We need to seek to have relationships with people that we know have a relationship with God. Now, I'm not just talking about the folks that, that you serve with on your, on, your, on your usher board, on your, 
your, your, your, your, your service greeters and, and, and hostesses and in the choir. All of that's wonderful. You should, have, you should have a strong knit circle of people that you do life with that are believers. That, that, that's perfectly fine. But you also need a relationship or multiple relationships with people that you, you may not walk with all the time. You may not hang out with all the time. You see here, Mary and, 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 and Elizabeth were very distant in age, but yet Mary knew that there was somebody who had walked with God and who had known God for a long time, and it was Elizabeth. You need some people around you that, that you just know that, that they already have a relationship with the Lord. They, they don't have to be an ace, boom, coon. They don't need to be somebody, but somebody that you know that you can talk to, that can spend time with you and share some things that they know that God is speaking at that moment, that they know that God is releasing at that time. Those are the type of relationships that you need to have. You need to have some of those around you that can encourage you, that can uplift you. You see, it's, uh, it is important to spend time with people who have walked through, walked with God through seasons of adversity. They've walked with God through seasons of adversity and can encourage you to stand in your season of adversity. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.